Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's like very of all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, cheap Caribbean vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Hyatt Ziva Riviera Cancun at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. What's up, family? It's your girl, Tamika D. Mallory. It's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of Street Politicians, the, the place, place where, where the streets, streets and politics meet. I'm supposed to be being on a little bit of a, not, I don't know, I guess it is a vacation. Anytime you leave the country and you're at a birthday, it's supposed to be a vacation, right? I guess. Y'all don't, y'all don't believe in vacation. No, I don't believe in vacation. They believe that you're supposed to get on the show. Oh, you know, based on based on uh, yeah, based on what we call um contractual obligations, we're gonna go and put mm-hmm. this good old yeah. <laughs> yeah, and we actually get shows off, but it's funny how when you're competitive and you also strive for excellence, even though they give you a certain amount of shows you don't have to do, we still be trying to do them. <laughs> Still try yeah. to do them all. You definitely, I'll be the one to be like, it's no show today. And you'll be like, no, no, no. Gotta do it. Yeah. Gotta do it. Because it's the truth. Yeah, well. We gotta do it's it. okay. We're we the number one show in the world. When you're the number one show in the world, you gotta continue oh, to. Oh, please. Anyway, as I sit 
in my little vacation spot, which sometimes it might be a little noisy, so please uh, excuse me. I wanted to just start out by uh, sending a lot of love and support and sadness and just everything, all you could think of, to the family of Imani Robertson. Um, last week, her family reached out to me asking if I could help them to raise uh, the profile of uh, her being missing, the case of her being missing, she had gone missing. And then I believe that it sort of all happened at the same time where uh, her car was found torched. And, you know, I think that kind of really put a damper on the search efforts. Like a, every, you know, a lot of people didn't say it, but I, I'm sure folks were thinking, damn, if her car was found torched, more than likely um, her life was taken and that was sort of like a cover up of evidence or whatnot. Um, it's pretty sad. And so she, you know, has four children, four beautiful children, including a newborn who was with the person of interest or the person who has now been arrested, which is his father slash her husband, Imani's husband. Uh, he's been arrested. The police believe that he is responsible for her murder. Um, and uh, he had the baby with him, this infant baby, very small, small baby. I'm not sure exactly how old the baby is. Um, and her family members sent me a picture of the reunification of the children and the baby. Um, and it just, you know, so sad just looking at the kids, you could tell that, you know, they have been traumatized by probably the separation from their mom. And also, I don't know whether they had been told exactly what was going on, but they looked like they knew something really bad happened to their mother in this picture. Um, and I sat there and looked at it for a while and was just thinking, you know, if you really get down to the nitty gritty, as they say, of what happened to Imani and why, if he did kill her, which it looks like all roads lead to him. But if you look at, if you, you know, really try to get to the nitty gritty of it and understand why, I bet you it's just the most ridiculous foolishness, you know, probably an attempt to control, an attempt to, um, you know, silence her voice or what have you, you know, even if she did something to him, even if she, any, anything short of her, you know, obviously taking the life of her children or sexually assaulting the children, which even in that case, I still don't believe that, um, you know, murdering her was the right thing to do. However, I feel like it's probably so foolish, whatever the reason is for why this woman was murdered. So that's just, um, you know, just my thoughts on it. No, it's really sad, man. I was looking at it and it's like, we, 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 it's, it's like an overload of situations where, you know, women are being killed, mothers are being killed, you know, um, for some reason, it seems like relationships are going bad and even kids are like, it's, I don't know. I think I say all the time, man, we in a, like a war for our souls. Like this shit is very, it's like a demonic time. When you look at all of the stuff that's happening, it'd be like, it's, it's coming from a, a dark place, you know, and that's why 
a lot of people was mad at, you know, the Carly, the Carly Russell situation. And they were like, you know, there's too much things going on. And that's why she can't be doing these things. And I, and I agree with it. But at the same time, we still, every time situations like this arise, I don't know if it's a, if it's a false alarm. I don't know if somebody's lying. But every time that I think that one of our women are in trouble, I'm going to utilize my platform, my voice to try to figure out because there's situations like this, you know, that we see happen way more often than somebody who's not actually telling the truth. So my, you know, my condolences goes out to the family, you know, and it's, it's just really sad, man. It's really sad, man. And I don't, I don't know what, what the mind state of the individual is that, that commits this type of crime. Like, I just, I don't know. I just, I've never been that angry in a relationship or mad. I don't know. I don't know what it looks like to be that mad with someone that you supposedly once in, are in love with that you just want to take their life. I just don't know what, the, I don't know what that looks like. You know, that that's, that has, to, I don't want, well, my mother used to always say, my mother used to always say, I don't want nobody love me to death. No, don't yeah. don't love me to death, man, because that that's is very strange. They love me to life, man. Love life. Yeah, and you me. know what? Too much. I and I love me so much that I don't want to go to jail for the rest of my life for taking your life or doing something that causes me, you know, while I'm trying to harm you, I end up harming myself. I don't want that. Yeah, yeah, that, and, and nobody should want that. Like I say that all the time. Like I've I've had conversations where I've I've, I've heard, you know, and it's more often and not saying because it doesn't happen, but I've I've had conversations with women who are detriment want to be detrimental to themselves because relationship is not going right, and they say, oh, everything's going bad. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. And I'm like, you doing all that? That ain't gonna change whatever the dick out there doing. He ain't gonna. You think because you 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 make yourself worse, you hurt yourself, you you know you d destroy your body, you do all of this shit. That's gonna make him want you more. Well, he's still gonna be out there with Susie, you know. So I don't know. I don't right. understand. Them. And I'm not saying it's men that, and there are men who have the same mindset. I just, you know, you know, unfortunately or fortunately, you just don't understand I, it. Yeah, I don't come in contact, but I still don't understand it. And I'm never going to understand it. I don't, you know, it hurts. You should be hurt. You're in a relationship. Things don't go right. There should be a level of pain. There should be disappointment. And I'm not saying that. But it should never reach the point to where you, when you want to un, un alive yourself or somebody else, or you want to uh -uh. be detrimental. I just, I just don't see it. I just don't see it. Yeah. And you mentioned Carly Russell, and I'm thinking, you know, same thing with her. It's like her, her boyfriend or ex-boyfriend who, if this is true, like we still haven't heard the reason why she did what she did. But if what the internet says is true, um, was that she was attempting to get the attention of him, then he's at the club this weekend, this past weekend, you know, talking about he's looking to find love. So no matter whether you you could do all this, jump up and down, and I'm on, and you know we're using Carly as an example, but this is just in general that you know we end up, especially as women, almost killing ourselves, attempting to uh, be with people that have already shown us that they don't want us. 
you know, and is, I think there's a, say, a, a saying that I've heard many times, which is that you um, can't try to keep somebody by giving them something more of what they already don't want. Uh, and so, you know, it's like save yourself, sis. But speaking of Carly Russell, one of the things that I was talking about um, or, uh, during the week, last week on my live, was this new um, found energy that the Alabama legislature has to start discussing making false reporting a felony. And, you know, it's one of the reasons why, you know, just being in this movement and in this work and being a conscious of society, because there certainly is a difference between being conscious and being unconscious, not that you're not alive or that you're not progressive and doing positive things every day, but consciousness means that you are in tune and tapped into what is happening racially, politically, socially, that you're conscious on those levels, which means that you have an opinion, um, that you understand and that you are engaged in some way, shape or form in not so much a movement, but just engaged at the table, understanding, making moves, making discussions or, cre or creating discussions and then being involved in discussions and especially in your professional spaces, making sure that if you have power, that you are looking at how to help shift the power dynamics towards people who are most marginalized. So that's what consciousness looks like. And being a conscious member of society for 30 plus years of my life as my parents started me in the movement, I'm always very cautious about how much I jump on the bandwagon to support the uh, uh, vilification and you know villainizing and tearing down and just whatever of other black folks, especially black people who are just regular folks, you know, just, just regular people making it happen every day who do dumb shit, make bad decisions, um, you know, and, and, and just, you know, and whatever. So people like that. I'm always very cautious of it. And with Carly, I also had a level of grace because I thought about my own situations, thought about my own life. And I know uh, what it looks like to do really dumb, dumb, stupid, super dumb stuff. And so I've said that a million times. But what I also realized is that white folks love to use the voice of Black people and the energy of Black folks to condemn, correct, assault, and ultimately lynch Black people, right? And so what's an example of that? Just let's go back and think about what happened with um, the, 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 the crime bill, the nineties, right? You think about how they explain it and how they talk about it now that they know it was catastrophic for the black community. The first thing you hear them say was other black people wanted it. Black pastors, black community leaders, just everyday black people were looking for a way to deal with crack. Right. And, and, you know, I push back on that all the time because they bring that up right now around this whole idea of more policing in our communities. They're using, oh, well, the black seniors, the elders in the community, the church folks or whatever, they are the ones calling for more police. No, what black people want is safety. They want to feel safe and safety does not mean policing. No, the problem with that is, unfortunately, our community doesn't understand not not just our community especially it's just, it's our elderly community like if you if you think about older people in our community what, what, what safety looks like to them is police they've been taught that the you call the police something go wrong you call the police right and a lot of them either were unified so what happened was when they see 
when they don't see unity unity within the community, they don't, they don't see it like they used to when they were younger. We took care of each other. We fought side by side with each other. They see these young kids outside beefing with each other, gunshots, people getting killed. So in their mind, there's no real unity, right? There's no real unity. So the only course of safety is in their perception is that the police can come save them. And, and the reality is that's not the reality. Right. So they've been able to sell that. And then you have a lot of older politicians that keep selling that. And, and they, they're, they're engaged in the process of voting. They're engaged in the government because they understand the importance. They understand what it took to get to voters. So they fully engaged. So when they hear politicians and they talk about safety and, and, and the only thing they talk about safety is how the police have to do this. And if we need police presence here and we need police presence there and they say, well, if that's the safety, then we need to get that done. You know, they're not, and when they're not. Right, but they, they've they never seen, culture. yeah, they've never, they've never been presented with other options for what safety truly looks like. They've not exactly. been presented with that. So they therefore lean towards what a white supremacist society teaches versus what we have always known as a people, which is to take care of your own and to do in your own communities what's needed for there to be wholeness. Because if, if people are whole, they can also ensure safety. Exactly. And the reality is you can't, you, police can't ensure safety because police don't prevent. You know, they, they're, not, they're not skilled or trained or even actually their, their focus is not to come before the crime is committed or before, you know, th to make sure that the community, it's just like your household. You have to, if you got a baby in your household, you got to make sure that the, the, ba the it's, it's baby proof. You got to put foam here. You got to make sure the sockets is closed, right? You only going to call the police after something happened to the baby. So the police is not going to give the safety. It's you that's actually presenting the safety. Just like, that's how we have to have guardrails in our communities. We got to put things in our communities that assure that the atmosphere is safe. So we don't have to call the police and then they got to come and arrest somebody or got to come and pick up the carnage or got to come try to rectify a situation before, after it's already, you know, out of hand. No, yeah. And, and so now the Alabama legislature is entertaining the idea of making false reporting a, um, a, a federal crime. And I'm thinking to myself, making it a felony, rather, a felony. And I was thinking to myself, wow, what they will use, how they will use us against us is that now that a black woman has made a false report, they want to change the laws. And yet Alabama, Alabama is the state of where white women have done false reporting. I was just thinking about the movie. Oh my God. And it's about a real story, but in Alabama, in the, in the city where my mother is from in Monroeville, Alabama, the movie Killer Mockingbird and other um, stories that have come out of that area just by itself is the home of white women doing false reporting and they never wanted a felony uh, um, assigned to those cases. But now that a black woman does it here, they wanna change the law. So I just think that means that we just have to be really careful. And we got away from the main reason why I brought up, you know, Imani, of course, is a, a really, really sad ending to a story um, that we were hoping would just turn out to be different, turn out to just be 
um, you know, a woman being found rather than a woman being found dead. But I think these stats are really important because people need to know, especially since, you know, unfortunately or fortunately, Carly brought a lot of people's attention to um, missing Black women. A lot of folks knew it was happening, but I don't know if people are aware of the statistics. And so early, earlier today, Anastasia on our team um, shared these stats with me that Black women and Black girls make up 18% of all missing persons cases, but yet we are only 7% of the population. 556,000 people have been reported missing. And of that number, 271,000 of them are women. And of that number, 100,000 are Black women. So 18% of the population of missing person cases in this country are Black women and Black girls. But we're only 7% of the population. So we so damn near triple of, so we damn yeah, exactly. triple percentage mm -hmm. in mm -hmm. of those who are being abducted and kidnapped and just to, based on the percentage of That's crazy. That means right. it's, a, it's a real problem, you know, and it's, it sounds it sounds crazy because it sounds similar to, you know, what we talk about the population in prisons. And I think, unfortunately, in every major statistic that is terrible, we somehow are leading it. And I don't and, mm -hmm. and, it's, and it's not OK for me. You know, what I'm saying it's not OK. And we got to figure out, you know. How do how do we 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 rectify these situations? What what is the plan? You know that's what I I'm always solution based. When I talk about the problem, I want to figure out like what is the plan? What what can we do to try to bring some level of change to the situation? That's crazy. Just just imagine that. Just imagine that that you're that in danger when you walk outside of not coming home. Yeah, well, wow. that's so true. That's so true, my son. I'm just going to leave it at that because we do need the solutions. And I think one of them is that we got to keep our eyes open and keep ourselves focused. You know, we need the buddy system at all times, lady, ladies. Um, you know, you can't be out here going out with people and slipping off with people and doing crazy things that, um, you know, nobody knows you're doing. And it's just not that time. Because there's a lot happening. They snatching you off the street. So you know if you're getting in the car with some man and you know, you don't really know, or you know, whatever, these things can happen. So you're right, the solutions matter. That's how we own it. Uh, let's talk about Jamie Foxx and specifically Jennifer Aniston. Um, I did a live on this and it has a lot, like 109,000 um views at this point so people are really into it i've been seeing a lot of shares and i've also been receiving a lot of dms from people who are like wow and i'm talking about white folks and by the way i'm talking about white folks who are important people and in, in in society um have been sending me messages saying you know i watched this and you know what you said is so deep and first of all we already have said which i'm sure you will reiterate that we know for sure, based upon what Jamie Foxx said, he is not talking about, um, he was not talking about in his, uh, his, his tweet or wherever he put his, his comment, he, his post, he was not talking about Jewish people. He wasn't talking about a people. He was talking about 
person, a person. Um, and, you know, he clarified that, which, you know, I'm okay with. I don't, I, you know, people are like, well, I hate that he apologized. You know, I, I've lived long enough and been through enough stuff to realize that people have various reasons for why they do things. And some people are just so good at heart that whenever they hear that something they did or said impacted another person, they automatically are like, oh my God, I'm so sorry, you know? So I don't know. I, I haven't had obviously a conversation with the brother, but whatever, whether he apologized or not, it's neither here nor there. The fact that he, if, he, if he apologized because he felt he had to, that's a different thing. And that's something else we could talk about, but you know, we don't know that. So I'm just gonna kind of let that go. I say all the time. Each individual is an individual. If I say something and you interpret it as it was wrong, and I feel like, you know, based on a relationship or anything that me and you have, you know, I, I want to apologize for making you feel the way, even though it wasn't my intentions. And it, even though you might have misinterpreted it, some of us have that much selflessness. And I don't and I don't hold that against. I don't think that makes you wrong or so. If if I feel like I said something. Or you misinterpret, and I care enough, and I want to apologize. I apologize. If I don't, I don't, and I'm a firm believer in that. You know, I I think, and I just think in this situation, right? It wasn't, it wasn't Jamie's apology. It wasn't any for me. It was the interjection of Jennifer Anderson and utilizing her platform to label a man, right? A label man that she probably could have reached out to, right? She utilized that platform and her voice because of whatever pressure she got to 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 try to deflect whatever somebody made her feel on to somebody else and that's just a level of weakness right it's a level of fear a weakness that people impose on you it's just like we both go to the store and you buy candy and i'm like, oh this candy is good and somebody come to you like yo where are you buying that candy this and that oh well such and such told me to buy it you know he i don't support it. i didn't know all of that well he probably didn't know it either Right. And, and because people don't want to deal with a level of backlash from something, the weak thing to do is try to deflect. And I think that's the more thing to me. People talking about Jamie shouldn't have, maybe he shouldn't have a problem, but maybe he wanted to because it wasn't that serious to him. He's like, oh, shit, I didn't even think about that. Now, my bad. It ain't about fear. It ain't about nothing. You know, a lot of times people want you to take on their own personal battles. Or uh -huh, battles, uh -huh, uh -huh. You know, and battles that they feel that they're dealing with. That, that's not my battle. And I don't have to feel obligated to hold on to that battle. You know, and, and mm -hmm. I might and I might feel like I wouldn't apologize. And this might be a lot, but that I, we can't hold Jamie to that because in his mind, he don't even see the big deal. He like, man, I was talking about fake friends. And if that, you know, if if people that I care for, or people that I respect call me and say, hey, oh, it looked like you were saying that. I could say, well, fuck what it looked like and fuck you too. Or I could just say, you know what? That's my bad. I, I didn't even think of it that way. I didn't mean to, to harm you. I'm not saying it's my bad because I did something wrong. It's it's my bad if it offended you. You know, and that and that, and people got to understand that there's things, there are nuances and conversations. A lot of times as black people, us understanding these situations and a lot of times people knowing what this situation looks like and have dealt with similar situations, you know, it's, it, you feel attacked. You deal with the trauma of it. But, you know, a lot of times it's not that it's, it's not about trauma. It's about an individual holding himself responsible for what he feels, you know, for what he feels. And that's why I was adamant with, with you know, with, with Kyrie's situation. Kyrie, 
was understood his situation, knew what he was saying. He wasn't talking about nothing else. And because he decided on how he was willing to deal with it, I respected that as a man, just like I respected mm-hmm. Jamie's feeling like he won. And, and that's what it is for me. I want Black men and women to have autonomy over their thoughts, their feelings, their bodies, how they think and when they think. And nobody should be able to make you think what they want you to think. You know, whether it's a white person or a Black person. You know, we individuals, if I feel like, you know, I want to do this or I felt like this and I know that where I come from is a place of, of you know, of joy and happiness and you trying to make something else and I don't feel like I'm going to allow you to label me that and I'm going to fight against that because that's a fight I'm willing to fight for, then, then I'm going to stand with you. You know what I'm saying? If you feel mm-hmm. I was not that, then I'm going to stand with you also. And maybe, and if if the fight is deeper for me, then I'm going to hold on to it. I'm going to continue the conversation based on whatever the situation is. And that's what I think that's what people got to start doing. If the fight if the fight is deeper for you, then you take the conversation to the, the, the level you want it to go. Don't don't think that everybody's going to take that that same leap and that same thing. And it doesn't make them less than or greater than. It just makes them different. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I agree with everything you said. There's nothing for me to add. I will say that on the Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston piece, I think what made me jump so quick, like my bones shifted around that I wanted to speak on it is because of um, what Alyssa Milano, that's the same thing that she did to us at the Women's March. Hers was even worse. Well, I guess in a way it's the same because Jennifer Aniston, I just learned yesterday is not even Jewish. So she was literally inserting herself into a, a conversation and not even allowing the people who are actually from the community to lead the, the conversation. And she didn't use her ability and her proximity to Jamie to have a conversation and try to bring people together. So as far as I'm concerned, as you said, it's weak, it's ignorant, and 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 to be clear, it's violent because whenever you even think about using certain terminology, whether it be anti-Black or anti-Semitic or whatever, and you put it, attach it to someone's name or put it in the, in the atmosphere and attach to that person, there are consequences for that. And in this particular situation, being called anti-Semitic is very, 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 very life-altering and dangerous for black people so that is it's ignorant it's weak and on top of everything else is violent but Alyssa Milano she did something very similar nobody invited Alyssa Milano to speak at the women's march and if somebody did invite her I would you know want to see what was the official letter because I I don't think so because I know the people who were in responsible for inviting speakers who were authorized to invite speakers so she was not invited to speak at all any at period and the next thing you know after all the allegations of us being anti-semitic and all of that she came out talking about how she would not speak at the women's march or uh, speak at the march because she stands against anti-semitism well first of all boo boo you wasn't invited but even if you were 
why would you not pick up the phone and call and have conversations before you run to the public to try to label us, which created a situation that ultimately, if we pay, if we, if we understand the history of what took place, even with all the, the charge of anti-Semitism and everything we were going through, so many leaders within the Jewish community came together with us to say, we have a fundamental difference on this issue of whether or not we feel Tamika Mallory should denounce Minister Farrakhan or whether or not she should say these things or do these things. Of course, there was a fundamental um, uh, difference of feelings, opinion or whatever, in terms of people telling me what words I should use to describe leaders within my own community. Um, of course, there was uh, just a, a lot of pushback on all kinds of things that came up in the context of that whole situation that was beyond, again, the issue of anti-Semitism, but really turned into the relationship between white women and black women and women of color and white women and how dangerous um, that moment could be in terms of our future. And of course, the dangers of feminism. I mean, it was just so many things that came up, but the leaders were together saying it was more important for us to find ways to unify and to move forward with our movement. And we continue to move forward. We continue to build. When Alyssa Milano made her statement, it changed the dynamics of the Women's March forever because it created, it opened the door for a literal assault. It was her, then the next thing you know, Megan McCain. It was so many different, and, and, women, and Black women who were afraid, which we won't talk about who they are today because those relationships have been, some of them have been mended, but Black women who were afraid, scared to death, shaking in their boots, ran, ran, and some of them were actually harmful on top of it. Some of them got together and started other groups of women to try to counter us, to, to, to find ways to catch our sponsors that left the Women's March. And at, it was after Alyssa Milano decided to step in the chat, to throw us under the bus, to disrespect us because she wasn't even invited. And so again, what Jennifer Aniston did, there is an actual prototype. There's, there's an actual, like you could go look, there's a book on it. And the book is called White Women, uh, perpetuate violence against women of color and black women, black men, and just other people all the time. And it is extremely dangerous and we have to call it out. And I know people don't like to hear it. Some people will say, oh, well, Tamika, you shouldn't, I don't care. It's just, no, it's just, it's just wrong. And like I said, we don't like that. We don't like that. So yes, it's, let's see what else we got to talk about today. It's very much triggering. You know, there's, it triggers a lot of emotions based on personal experiences. So trust me, fly on the, the fly on the wall gets you. All right. Well, what, yeah, you were the fly on the wall in the women's march. You know all about it. Uh, and by the way, I think we should also say, because you always have to give credit where credit is due, that there were some white women who, 10 toes down, hurting and all, being, you know, being ridiculed by their friends and family, they still stood strong and said we won't participate in the this this moment in assaulting other you know women and specifically women of color because they understood that the history books would therefore record their names as being some of those who were harmful to 
other women that they claim they were supposed to be allies with. And when things get tough, tough, when situations, when the ground gets shaky, folks start running and it's just pretty dangerous. Are you all about the NBA action? You've got to try Pick 6, the newest fantasy app from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Right now, new customers can earn a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Getting started is simple. Just download the DraftKings Pick 6 app and sign up with code TBE. Pick at least two players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat. Like, will they score more or less than 30 points or have more or less than eight assists? Lock them in and compete against others for a shot at huge cash prizes. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and get started with code TBE. New customers can earn a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Only on DraftKings Pick 6 with code TBE. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 deposit to receive a match of up to $100 in Pick 6 credits. Non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only. Expire after 180 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very of all slow. The, of all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, cheap Caribbean vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Hyatt Ziva Riviera Cancun at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. I guess you could probably talk about this next um, thing in terms of today, waking up, being a proud black woman, black man. Um, Not not necessarily because there was violence, but because there was unity among the people in Montgomery, Alabama. Yes, yes, man. So by now, I'm sure the world has seen, you know, this video that's going viral of 
a black security guard getting into not really an altercation who actually was jumped by some white men for um allegedly there was a he was working at the dock and there was a boat docked that I guess was owned by these white people and there was another boat trying to come in. And um the security guard looked or from the information that I was given was told was telling the white people that they needed to move their boat so that this other boat could come in, you know? And then there was a back and forth conversation between one man, one identified white man and, and a security guard, you know, and it seemed like the conversation was getting a little heated, but there was no punches, there was no physical. And then out of nowhere, one jump white man comes and attacks him. And um, as he's fending off this man, then two and three more come and they're punching him, they're kicking him. Um, and at that point, you see one um, black guy come from upstairs on the dock. He runs down, he gets in the middle to try to break it up. So they're trying to hit on him. He's breaking that up. Then you see a young boy who they call an Aquaman. He swims across you know, the ocean, I don't know where he came from. I think they say he was on the the boat that was actually trying to dock as he swam in. He was part of a crew and um, he swam in and, you know, first he was trying to separate and, and, you know, just trying to rectify the situation. And then he saw it getting physical, you know, and, and then he got involved. And then these three other guys came from nowhere. And I, you know, these is, they, I call them about business. That's they 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 they're about business crew. I seen these three guys walk up, and they look like they had seen what happened. They came with their shirts off, and they proceeded to match the same energy of the white man that was jumping the black man. You know, and and that that energy became contagious. That's when the young the young boy got involved, and then it became all out. We ain't going. We not going to be oppressed, and you know. And it was a unified moment. And I, like like Tamika said, man, I, I, I'm not celebrating the violence because that's not something that I advocate. I don't, I'm not sitting here advocating for violence at any level. But the, unif- the unity that was displayed in that, it just showed that I was my brother's keeper, right? It reminded me of me, my brothers, and my nephews, and, you know, my son. Like, it reminded me of how we were taught to react and how we were taught to protect one another at all costs. And that's what they did. And, you know, and they, they, and, and they, they proceeded to whip some ass as we call it, you know, and they proceeded to, um, to show that, you know, um, karma shows up fast. Sometimes it comes real fast, you know, and as I watched it, it, it made me tear up a little bit because it's so many, it's so many videos viral. It's so many times I watch situations where I watch black men getting jumped, black women being beat. I've seen Shakisha Clemens getting thrown. I, I've watched where we've sat around and watched. You know, there's no, um, there's no um, mystery, and I and I've always stated it all the time. There's no mystery that I, I'm I'm an advocate to protect each other that we should not be just sitting there just recording. 
you know, and, and even in this situation, even the people that was recorded, even though they weren't able, but you can hear this lady, she was cheering it on, like, whip, go protect them, fight back, do that. That's right, brother, get get involved. Like, you can, you can see that they were on the same page. And I think, you know, as, as people saw that video, you, you know, it's hundreds of videos that's going viral. You know, you got Ricky Smiley, you got Plies, you got DL Hugh, you got so many different people, Lunel, like people talking about it. And, 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 and the main theme is that it was unified, that we showed that we were together. You know, we weren't, we weren't, impo we weren't the cause of any violence. We didn't, we initiated violence, but we protected each other. You know, we were we weren't going to be oppressed. We weren't victims. It's a glimpse of what we actually can be, and what we actually should be. You know, as as just a community. You know, as a people. You know, and, and so to me, it was probably one of the proudest moments. People saying August sixth is not January sixth. You know, it's it's two completely different days. It's, it it shows two different sides of a coin and August 6th should be a, a national holiday, man. It's, they could, they said it should be, we call it fuck around and find out day, you know? And I think what we can learn from that is what we look like unified. It's crazy because something popped up on my, my timeline and they had a lion getting chased by a bunch of hyenas and was fighting off the hyenas about 10 hyenas on him. He was fighting that. And then next thing you know, five lions came out of nowhere and they saw 10 hyenas apart and the hyenas is running and it reminded me of that and it's like it's unification even animals understand that they protect each other even animals they move in pack they identify with this is that we're brothers and we sisters you know and i think black people have to get get back to that animal instinct you know not not in a violent sense but just in the sense of understanding i want to protect my brother this is my brother identifying and looking and saying that's my brother and I don't want, I'm not going to allow harm to come to him. I want what's best for him. You know, and when we start really moving like that, when we start making that a, a conscious effort, we start being so intentional about that, you know, we're going to see a lot of different results. You're going to see different cultures and different ethnicities, you know, who, who I see is unified all the time, start treating us different because they'll realize that we're coming into our innate power, you know, the born the born energy that we have that we just haven't tapped into in so long, you know, it's, 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 it's for me, people always talk about slavery. And I think slavery was a time, you know, before it was after a time that we were, we were one culture and one nation, but it was also a time that we understood that we needed each other. You know, we, we looked and said to ourselves, and they knew that, and that's why they attempted to divide us, and they and they did a pretty damn good job of separating us, and 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 pitting us against each other, you know. So I'm I'm hoping that, you know, August sixth is not just a moment; it's a movement. Yeah. And we take and build on it. Well, I you said a whole lot of things. That's true, and I think my thought of the day today um, surrounds the. What's the next steps, right? Folks know or should be able to understand very clearly what happened, that this was a response. And, you know, if it was just one man fighting one man, it would have been cool. But that man was in danger because there were multiple white people. They were surrounding him. 
they started hitting him. And I, I believe that we should definitely do what happened in that video, which is to always step up, st stand in. One man, when he first came, he just was trying to stop it. And they were stopping him. And to be clear, women also got involved with um, the fight. And I um, want to just make sure we mentioned that Black women whipped some ass out there too, because uh, it was necessary. But uh, what's the next steps for my thought of the day is that number one, if you're in the Selma, Alabama area, Vassar's Mini Mart is the store that is owned by uh, the individual who started this fight. So Selma, Alabama residents, people go to Selma every single year for the Jubilee um, and to be a part of the recommitment to our movement that started in the 60s with Dr. King and uh, Congressman John Lewis and others. Um, and so while you're in Selma, if you're there for any reason, if you just want to go and visit the, excuse me, the Edmund Pettus Bridge, make sure that you do not support Vassar's uh, Mini Mart. Also, I'm sure knowing the revolutionaries that are in the Alabama area and the Selma area, they are going to make sure that that store uh, understands the ramifications of its owner being involved in this type of assault. I actually have been watching a thread online. I'm not sure if it's real or not, but it looks like the person who runs the store and runs their social media is still popping major shit online that they don't need our support, that they, um, appreciate, they, they want superior white dollars. And so Black people know what to do. When we pull ours, there's no way you can't survive because we spend way too much money in the economy. But Isaac Hayes III wrote something on Instagram um, today that I thought was so real, where he said that, um, you know, they're, gonna, they're going to get their lick back and their lick back is going to come from their votes. So they're ready. What they know, first of all, Trump was in Alabama. He did a rally and this whole situation happened after the rally. And so there's reason to believe, there's cause to believe that they felt emboldened just because of the, uh, you know, the, 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 the energy and the climate of what is happening politically around this nation. And so with that being said, we now have to make sure we match that energy. And I saw people in the comments like, oh, here we go capping for the Democrats. It's not about capping for the Democrats or capping for anybody. It's about the fact that uh, these people, they, the way that they're going to respond to what has happened and to what happened out there and all of our, you know, there's jokes, there's this, there's that, and all of that. We got all of this big talk and we should have it. But what they're gonna do is buckle down and say, they're gonna make sure that Alabama uh, organizes behind the individual who supports them running up and punching a black man in the face um, on, on the dock and anywhere else that supports the January 6th behavior of trying to take over the capital of, um, you know, of, of all that they do and all the, uh, the, the violence that they incite on a regular basis and that their candidates, not one, but many of them, that they all stand behind, whether it be Ron DeSantis, whether it, it's just all of them. Even Mike Pence is out here talking all of this. Oh, you know, Trump put me in a bad situation, bro. You was with it until you wasn't. So stop. Okay. So anyway, that's that on that. Make sure that you are politically engaged so that your punch also becomes punching at the polls to ensure that we double down on how we would not be disrespected and we will not uh, be oppressed. So that's my thought of the day. That's a very good thought of the day, man. Use your, 
you know, use your vote. I don't give a fuck who you vote for. Vote for somebody. Like, stop sitting around here talking about, oh, Democrat. Man, find you somebody you like. I don't call what kind of crat it is. Man, find you somebody you like that's talking about some shit that you want to talk about. Find you a fucking candidate that you invest in, right? That you that you you watch grow from the seed and do something else. But just don't sit around here complaining. Tired of y'all complaining. Get get active. Like the, like the crew, they calling them the crew. Them boys jumped off that boat. Woo! Whipped ass. I'm talking about whipping ass, man. And taking names. That's 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 the season we're in. I'm in whip ass take name season. I ain't here. I'm not gonna start nothing with nobody. But I ain't gonna let nobody do nothing to me and mine. Oh, I need the world to understand that. Yes, I am definitely, I tell people I'm anti-violent. I'm not non-violent, because now it just means none. I'm <clears> against <throat> violence. But the minute that you think you're gonna impose your will upon me, you're gonna realize that you are dealing with a warrior, with a warrior spirit, and the ancestors gonna. The ancestors are going to properly show you who the fuck I am. You understand what I'm saying? And that's what happened that, that night, man. And, and that's, that's, that's my I don't get it. I don't get why we don't always move like that. That's what I don't get. I don't get why we don't always realize that we are one and we unify. I don't get that. I don't get how we don't look at shit like that throughout history. You know, and seeing like I, 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 people like I used to watch movies and certain movies and be like, "Damn!" It inspired me seeing what our people went through. Saying, "Yo, this is this is who we are. We great." I don't, I don't get anybody that don't see shit like that and say, "Look, today I'm a lover for my people. I'm gonna give my people mm -hmm. more grace. You know, a little more grace than I gave them yesterday. I'm gonna go to the store." It might be a little janky, but I'm 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 gonna help them. I'm gonna say, yeah, why don't y'all fix this up a little bit? I'm gonna buy some shit from here, but why don't y'all get a little better customer service? I'm I'm gonna uplift my people. I'm not gonna say we got it fucked up and leave them alone, especially if I know the tools that could fix whatever's wrong, right? So that's what I, oh. I want us to do. I want us to be more intentional about fixing the shit that we know is wrong with our own people instead of going outside and bigging up and supporting and making them billionaires and trillionaires. Fuck. All right, you don't got you don't got all the pieces here. You don't got it all right, but you got the idea. Let me take this, you know, take this information I got. Well, take this critique that I have. You know, let's let's be intentional. Like I, I don't mind. I like I've been supporting. Shout out to my boy Sire, man. Sire got some of the most comfortable shoes. I got my shoes that I wear that Tamika hates. They're my traveling <laughs> shoes, but I also got some new color ones. That they so they make me feel so good, man. And it's a black owned business, shoot with and and I love the way what he's doing, man. I love it. Oh, shout out to Kyrie, because I love the fact that Kyrie, people like, oh, he did this. Kyrie went to the manufacturer, the people that's making all the sneakers, and he partnered with his own manufacturer, completely owns his own sneaker, designs his own shit, probably got his own family and everything. And the way else I seen his father there, like. It's, it's about us being intentional about owning our own shit and, and producing our own shit and supporting our own. So that's what I want to do. I want, I want to, I want to see the positivity in black people and, and try to figure out even the shit that I see is negative. How do we help them change that? How do we come from a place of love to where we, we we're helping our people grow, right? Not just criticizing and tearing them down and say, you ain't got shit and you ain't this and that. Why, why, why are we not, 
trying to help them become bigger than they are or better than they are. That's what I want to do, man. I want us. I want us to be intentional on on this day after this great national day uh, of the um fuck around to find out crew. You know, we we need to be a lot. We need to be a lot more intentional about us, man. So that's that's my that's my. I don't get it, and that's my also. You know, my my charge. Do some do something that's gonna lift your people today. You know, don't tear something down. Let's build today. Well, I, hey, you said it all. You said a thing. So that comes to the end of another episode of Street Politicians. A great episode, actually, if I might say so myself. Yes, yes, it is a great episode. You know, we we you know we're not visible today. You know, for our visible crew, I will be back. But all of our listeners, we love you. Thank you for making us the number one podcast in the world. We're gonna keep giving y'all this content, giving you raw, uncut facts. You know, and we want y'all to keep giving us your opinions. Let us know what you facts like. Facts and feelings. Like. Facts and feelings. Facts and feelings. Okay. Well, facts and feelings, because I'm definitely gonna give you what I feel. But we're gonna we 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 temper it with facts, man. So keep on giving us your opinions and your facts and your feelings, and letting us know what you think about our podcast. Let us know who you want us to interview. You know what what you don't like, what you do like, how much you think I'm the greatest, how much you you see how speaker. <laughs> Fix on me all the time. All of these things you can just let us know. You know, make it better for me. But um, we truly appreciate y'all, man. Thank you for the support. We're gonna always, always be authentic. I'm not gonna always be right. Tamika's not gonna always be wrong. But like I said, we're gonna always, and I mean always, always be authentic. Salute. Peace. Listen to Street Politicians on the Black Effect Network on iHeartRadio. And catch us every single Wednesday for the video version of Street Politicians on iWomen.tv. That's how we own it! Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, cheap Caribbean vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to reu hotels and resorts and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Turns out a delightfully clean home can make for a delightful start to the day. 
At Mrs. Myers, everything they make is inspired by the garden. With plant-derived and other thoughtfully chosen ingredients, their cleaning products smell like a dream and work like the Dickens, leaving your home sparkly clean and your to-do list tackled in no time. Goodness, there's no better feeling than that. Mrs. Myers, rooted in goodness. Visit MrsMyers.com today. Got my PrevNar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk, get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine.